And we're back with another episode of the podcast. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome to you as well. Yeah. Some things are different. Yeah. Uh, I shaved. Ah. It's getting hot. Beard had to go. Not Mm. recently though, right? What do you mean? You're sporting a five o'clock shadow. Is that... Oh, when I say I I mean... (laughs) <laughs> no, so when I shave, I just have clippers, right? Ah, uh, okay. And so they don't, like... it, it's not a close shave, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously. Yeah. Although I have known people that, like, they could shave and, oh, like, yeah, eight fatty. hours later, yeah. they look like you. Yeah. yeah. It's fatty. Okay, fair yeah. enough. Right, right. Exactly. It's like, I shaved, and then three days later, he's got a full beard. I'm like, how? What I, magic is there? I think the record was some guy had to shave every eight hours. Right. Otherwise, I mean, he had a. I don't know. I don't he started know growing a full beard. Means. So like, how much hair did he grow in eight hours? Well, I mean, he, if you he wanted I mean? to look clean shaven, it would only last for eight hours. Yeah. Okay. Right. But He'd I mean, have a beard like you in like two weeks. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> that's pretty amazing, and mm. probably an annoyance too if you wanted to stay clean shaven. Like that's a lot of work, man. That oh, sucks. probably. Yeah. Yeah. No twice a day, basically. Uh huh. Once every eight hours is or technically three times a day, but can't really do it when you're sleeping. So I don't know. No. I guess when you wake up and then eight hours later, then eight hours later, then go to bed. Well, I assume he only does it if he wants to go out for dinner, right? He's like, ah, oh, I gotta look nice sure. for something for dinner. So it's wake up, do it before work, do it when you get home if you're going out. <laughs> yeah, if you want to yeah. stay clean shaven. Right. Okay. Interesting. Hmm. All right. So I think what I want to lead off with this week is the Mandalorian. Okay. Because it's an Ahsoka Tana episode, and I like Ahsoka a lot. Okay. I can't remember. Have you ever watched the Clone no. Wars or Rebels? No. Hmm. All right. So what is your understanding of who Ahsoka is? Uh, Anakin's former Padawan, not really a Jedi. But boy, watching the Mandalorian, you wouldn't know that. <laughs> you wouldn't know that she's not really a Jedi. At no point in the entire episode did she uh, dispel anyone's illusions that she was a Jedi. She doesn't claim not to be a Jedi. She simply claims not to want to train Grogu. Right, which isn't necessarily about that she's not a Jedi. I think right, no. There were around other things. Yeah. Right. So good points. Hmm. I don't know. I just kind of feel like sneaking around in the woods and assassinating soldiers that don't want to be there is not a very Jedi thing, but maybe I'm wrong about that. Right. I mean, maybe not, but I don't think that it's attempting to remove... Like, it, it, uh, the Mando's told, oh, there's a Jedi that I know living here at these location, this location given to by uh, Princess Mando, right? Bo-Katan, right? Sure. Um, uh-huh. He goes there and there. finds a person who does not dispute the fact that he's looking for a Jedi. He's looking for a Jedi while I'm here. Doesn't say I'm not a Jedi, just says I'm not going to train him. Yeah. 
So, and I mean, it, the de definition of a Jedi is fairly fuzzy, right? You can right. say person who uses the Force and has lightsabers, but the intent matters a lot, right? Sure. Because Sith also do the same thing. Yeah. So, I found it interesting that she wasn't looking to liberate the city from oppression, just she wanted information, right? Uh-huh. So... I mean, I don't know. I just feel like a Jedi would want to liberate the city for just the good of it, right? I mean, here's the thing. When she was devising a plan with Mando, her primary objective was, we need to free those people in cages, right? It wasn't, we need you to make a distraction so I can go in and fight the boss. It was, right. we need you to free the people. So I don't think uh, not liberating Mando, people. Though. Huh? Maybe she's using Mando. Maybe it is a distraction, but maybe she's like, she frames it in these terms that she thinks Mando will understand because he's taking care of a baby, right? Mm. Like he's a good person. So we need to frame this in ways that Mando can understand, which is helping people. Right. Also knows that he's a bounty hunter, right? Like he, his job is to go after and just like kill people regardless, right? He's a contradiction in a lot of ways. Right. I don't think she's using him. I don't think we're supposed to think that. Like it doesn't set up enough. Because at the end, she's still there with the new village chief. Uh, and being like, oh, yes, I will enjoy your feast of liberation now. Sure. Right, like... I don't know if that's an inherently good thing. You think that's a G with a capital G is hanging out and having food with these people? No, no, no. I'm saying we're supposed to think that she did this partially to liberate them because she's then like, cool, I'm going to hang around and celebrate, right? Because I did something good. She's right. hungry. She's been like living in a swamp for a while, it feels like. You know what I mean? Maybe she's like, mm, yes, actual food sounds delicious. I, I don't know. I'm just playing devil's advocate, obviously, here a right. little bit. But I mean, Yoda lived in a swamp for like 30 years. I think she can manage. Yeah, but his species is done with eating live frogs. So, so, like, so are the French. Um, I don't, you know, I'm not. <laughs> oh, dead. Dead, dead, dead. They eat dead frogs and they cook them. Hmm. I look. I was I'm saying, like Yoda's, Yoda and Baby Yoda's species are down with eating live animals and reptiles and amphibians. Like him living in a swamp is basically living in a four-star, five-star restaurant, right? I mean, maybe, but I mean, I don't know about that. I'm sure he enjoys cooked food, food that has been prepared. Uh, here's the thing. I just like, it, are we shown anywhere that Ahsoka can't live off the same sort of nutritional products she in the clone war she eats cooked food i don't think she's were there like ever on a mission on a swamp Yo planet she's like, yoda oh, cooks yeah, food yoda cooks time. food in his hut right baby yoda eats frozen i uh, not frozen fresh raw food he also eats what? cooked food right like that's not a people can do both i eat yeah, raw I apples think, I, right i'm just saying there's never a time where they're like on a swamp planet she's like oh yeah live frogs let's do this like, uh, like, I mean, the show show's not about her food. I've, I've never seen that. That's all I'm saying. Okay. That's it. You've never seen it because it's never been relevant nor is it important. Correct. Probably not. Yeah. The question is, do we think this episode did anything along the lines of... Anything along the lines of something morally gray, Right. Or is she just not a name in Jedi, or not a Jedi in name only? Like, she goes around freeing people from oppression and helping people out and doing stuff a Jedi would do, but she doesn't want to be called a Jedi. Um, 
I think those sorts of questions are for people who want to watch everything, including Clone Wars or Rebels or whatever it is she shows up in. Okay. Um, I don't think the Mandalorian cares about that at all, right? The show, not the person. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't think the show gives a shit whether or not she calls herself a Jedi, a great Jedi, or just a Force they, user. They had her say, I'm not a Jedi. So, like, no, uh, what do you mean they're when, running away from it? When did they say she doesn't, she, she doesn't say, I'm not a Jedi. The words she, those exact words, she does not say to the Mandalorian. She simply, she just says, I'm not going to train this guy. I've seen what these kind of attachments can do to a full-grown Jedi Knight. She doesn't dispute the claim that she's a Jedi. Which was my one takeaway from the entire episode. (laughs) Doesn't the Spear Lady refer to Ahsoka as not a Jedi? I don't know. call her a Jedi the whole time? Uh, No, she she does call him a Jedi because she's like, Oh, I've got a job for you. I want you to hunt down a Jedi. Or a Jedi has been plaguing me. That's right. Right. Like you're good at dealing with them because you're a Mandalorian and you have a history. Right. Which Mando doesn't dispute, by the way. Mm-hmm. Do we think he's actually fought Jedi before? Uh, like, I don't feel like he has, but he also wasn't like, I, I mean, I don't know how to do this, lady. I mean, I don't know. He, he knew his armor would withstand lightsabers, so... Then again, yeah. it's still his best option regardless, even if it can't, right? Like, hope, right. hope the best like, guy holds up. Yeah, um, what are you going to do? I guess try to dodge, but... Right. I don't know. Um, I wonder if, like, part of the watch, part of his growing up was, like, listen, our ancient enemies were the Jedi. No. The reason we wear Beskar is because it can stop their weapons, right? I'm sure maybe that came up once or twice. No, because he had no idea who the Jedi are. He didn't know that the Jedi were his ancient enemies until he found Baby Yoda and took him back to the the... The, what is it called? The, the enclaves? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the leader lady was like, oh, that's one of our ancient enemies. And is he like, what? Or yeah. He's like, yes, I've heard these stories. No, he's like... He's like, what? They didn't tell him anything, man. Mm-hmm. I swear, these dudes were like, we're going to raise you as a Mandalorian. And we're going to teach you nothing about he didn't... history or the world around you, man. He didn't know that he wa- he wa- like his group wasn't the only faction of Mandalorians. That yeah, there are Mandalorians that take their helmet off. So, that's yes, they taught I'm him saying. nothing. Yeah, they, they taught, taught him nothing. They taught him how to fight and how to use all his special tricks and his flamethrower. Which, and be a bounty hunter, and that was it. Which is arguably what his faction is about, being a bounty hunter, right? And, like, fighting. Yeah. So, they but told for him... A, like, the watch is all about the way. It's all about doing things a certain way, which... Which is fighting. Civilizations, yes, but civilizations that are into that also love history. Like, it's... I don't know, I just find it odd to be, like, we have, we're a very traditional society, we do the things the way they're done... But your history doesn't matter. Well, it prob- I, can't, I can't think of that happening. It probably doesn't matter because it's like you wanting to become a soldier in the like U.S. Armed Forces and being like, how come we're not taught ancient Greek tactics? Right? Nobody's seen more than one or two of these species in like at least fifty years, right? Like there is no planet of well, there probably is a planet. They're just not going to tell us if there is or isn't because then we would have a species name. Right? Like, we've only seen three of the species. No wonder they're not teaching people about them. It's like, oh, we once had these ancient enemies. Right? We don't need to know about them. They'll probably never run into one. Well, which, 
I mean, they're not... The Jedi aren't ancient is the problem. This is six years after the Battle of Yavin, which means it's maybe 24 years after Order 66. Right. But in so that like, time, the Empire went through scouring the uh, the galaxy of all evidence to the point where like people like uh, Han Solo had no idea. He was like, ah, the Force. <laughs> Humbug. It's like, I've never heard of it. Right? Like, it went to myth in 24 years. Right? And this was... We're now talking about a species of people of which there were three in the galaxy that we've seen. Mm. So I'm not surprised they don't teach it. Fair enough. And we've had this discussion before. We've talked about why people don't know about the Jedi in different eras of Star Wars. And mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. So, okay. So Grand Admiral Thrawn, any understanding of who he is for you? Um, he's bluer. Yeah. <laughs> I, he he's he's a tactical genius or something, yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so I think the first three books written in the Expanded Universe, starting in like 1990, mm-hmm. they got the idea to write some books for Star Wars because the movies were done, mm-hmm. uh, was the, the uh, Admiral Thrawn trilogy. Like mm-hmm. One of the first things they did. So anyway, yes, he's the thing is he's a blue and he's an alien. Mm-hmm. And what that it's that's important because the Empire hates aliens. And for him to ascend to this really trusted, really powerful position within the Empire just means that his talent and his abilities are just undeniably important. Mm-hmm. And the Empire's like, we would much rather have him on our side than fight against him. Mm-hmm. So that's Grand Admiral Thrawn. He he's in Rebels, but he kind of sucks. <laughs> Which is a lot of problems with Rebels, but them kind of, like, neutering Grand Admiral Thrawn is a big problem with it. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be this incredibly terrifying force of nature, basically. That if he shows up with a fleet, you run. Like, you're <laughs> not, you, you, the Rebellion, are not winning in that situation. So he's off exploring what are called the outer regions, I think, of the universe. And so he's not there when the Empire falls. Right. So then he comes back after everyone's like, well, we did it. And, like, he's back with a giant fleet, and they're like, crap. Mm. He's back. Like, we thought maybe he'd never come back, but he did, and he's a pain to deal with. Okay. So, as far as the Rebels storytelling goes, the young hero of Rebels named Ezra did this thing with magic space whales to get rid of Grand Admiral Thrawn, but he went with them, too. Like, they get eaten by space whales, I told you, Rebels has a lot of problems. (laughs) Yeah, that's also the one that's like, we have space negating ferrets or something, right? Yes, that too. Yeah, Yeah. Rebels is weird in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. So I was like, well, okay, number one, why is she looking for Grand Admiral Thrawn? I didn't think about it in the context of Rebels, but then I should have, because I think that's what they're doing. Basically, she's looking for Ezra, because Ezra's a good kid, and like she's developed a relationship with him. I think he's just trying, just trying to find Ezra rather than trying to find Thrawn. But if he's out there doing stuff, I don't know. I just feel like that would have a bigger sense of effect on the entire story if the New Republic is fighting Grand Admiral Thrawn on a large scale. Mm. I just... The X-Wing pilots would kind of be less like, you know, we're trying to establish... <laughs> less beat cops. Here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they'd be soldiers. Still, yeah. I think so. Look it would you. just have a different feel. Unless, unless, unless he's hiding, mm-hmm. right? 
Probably like is. Thrawn is Thrawn ended up somewhere with the space whales, and it's taken him a long time to get back to home. And he's hiding out, consolidating forces, and he wants to strike, but he, nobody knows where he is. He's something like that. I don't know. Setting up the first order to tie it into the sequel trilogy. I guess so. He sets up the first order, but he dies before the Force Awakens. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I'd be fine. I think I said this in the Discord, but I'd be fine with them completely retconning the sequel trilogy out of Star Wars. Like it's just never happened. What if they retcon it so that Snoke was actually thrown? He just got like force lightning and choked and sucked through a portal or something, and, and all of his blue went away. Yeah, he just Maybe. lost his blue. That'd be interesting but like the whole thing about Thrawn is he's he's quietly confident he's not blustery he's not braggadocious he just he respects oh. the cultures that he defeats and like tries to understand them so he can beat them it's an mm. ender kind of a thing mm -hmm. so I don't know I don't see him and Snoke having the same personality but no, maybe it's been a few decades and he's been dragged through a portal and horse lightning mm -hmm. can change yeah I mean um, I don't think Snoke had much to go with, like, but given that it's still a question that they've not answered and looks like they probably just never will, um, yeah. important characters have to like leave a mark somewhere, right? Like, it's just how they work because they're important characters. That's the point. Yeah. So I don't know. I I would personally love it if the show went more into a space battle version of Star Wars than a <laughs> Western version no, of Star Wars. Like no event. shit, <laughs> right? You you spent five minutes talking about Ahsoka and then Thrawn, and then just so you could redirect it to what are the X Wing pilots like? Of course, you want it to be a space battle. <laughs> like I'm not surprised by this. But I don't see them doing that. I just the show is in a weird spot right now. Because somebody made the point in a video that I watched today that if Mandalorian does return, Baby Yoda finds someone to train him and they separate, the show's over, right? Is anybody watching The Mandalorian if Baby Yoda's off learning something and it's just about Mando? Or if they're separated and we split time? I don't know if it's the same show anymore. I think people still watch. Probably. Um... I, like I, I think if the show had never introduced Baby Yoda, it would be significantly less popular. Um, but at, I, I assume they would then split time between Grogu and his new master, and then Amanda doing something important. Yeah. Um, but what I it guess is, that could I, don't work. I don't know. I can see that. Yeah. The, I think the problem is one of the reasons why I don't like it is. The kid's like ninety or fifty or something, right? Like he's a he's yes. he's a baby, but he's a baby in his species. He's like ninety in ours. There's no yeah. point within the Mandalorian's timeline where that thing grows up to be an interesting character, right? Right. There's no point in which it grows out of infancy before he dies either. Yeah, I agree. I was thinking too, like. Baby Yoda spent 50 years being trained by the Jedi. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine caring for a toddler for 50 years? <laughs> he can't take care of himself. You feed him everything. I don't know if like you're changing diapers or what, but he can't really talk at all. Mm -hmm. Like toddlers are rough and they're only toddlers for a couple of years, man. And then they turn into basically people, but mm. good. 
I I assume because like Ahsoka did like uh, we read each other's thoughts that it would be a lot easier to manage this toddler with a you know a complex full of force users right who is yeah actively communicating with this person every day right yeah it'd be easier still basically a baby for a very long time though i mean it it can get up and walk around and like climb up things that it's taller than this taller than it so i mean it can do a lot of stuff that a baby can't it's closer to like a toddler or a small child it just doesn't communicate for whatever reason yeah unless you can force talk to him which the jedi could so yeah fair enough Hmm. I don't know. I was really hoping Ahsoka would be like, there's this guy named Luke Skywalker I can take you to. But man, she doesn't know about him either. Like, nobody knows anybody else in this world at all, it seems like. It's very strange. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, um, you'd think the story of Luke would be around um, now, but, but nobody knows who he is. Ag- ag- out. Again, uh, Luke's a legend. He's like... He doesn't go into like public office and people are just like, yeah, I'm the guy that defeated the, the emperor and you know saved the galaxy. Even like I'm gonna go to the sequel trilogy. Ray was like, I thought he was a myth, right? Like people don't think this guy's real, or he's like they haven't heard of him. I know, but she's been living on a backwater world of Jakku. She scraps for a living and then goes and sits in her. Ahsoka's been living in a swamp all day. No, she hasn't. She's living, the... living on this. She has not been living on this one world, and then random happenstance. She's like, oh, a person who knows who Grand Admiral Thrawn lives here too. There's no way. The, the she's been around doing stuff. Mando Mando has been living in what passes for civilization, and he doesn't know about him. Yeah, but that's because he's an idiot. I really strongly feel like the Mandalorian is dumb. The number of times he's been taken advantage of by people who obviously are going to take advantage of him is way too high. <laughs> Sure. I don't know but, how he hasn't been killed before now. He's a right. bounty hunter with no ability to survive dangerous situations. Here's the thing. He's been looking for a Jedi to train the kid, right? If he was yep. just dumb, I, okay, that's fine. But he's been telling people, right? Like, how have yes. all the other people there not heard of where Jedi are if they know who Luke is, right? I His know. name is I, not spread. <laughs> see, but what it feels like to me is them not accurately portraying the world which they're in. Oh, yeah. It's them being like, this is not the Luke Skywalker show. Screw you if you want Luke Skywalker in this show. I know he's alive. We're going to pretend he's not alive and he doesn't exist. (laughs) I think that's what's going on here. This is not them Mm. saying this is what the world is like. It's them basically saying this is not about Luke. Stop asking. I mean, we're never going to give you the chance to ask about Luke because we're never saying his name. Well, I mean, they did give us a chance, right? Like the man is going to go climb a mountain and let Grogu reach out with his feelings and a Jedi might feel it. In which case, they do one of two things. Leia comes, Luke comes, or they go, hey, look, another Jedi that survived Order 66. And that person comes. They, I think they would much rather do that. I think they're trying to keep themselves away from the original trilogy as much as possible. And oh, probably. Trilogy. Yeah, probably. Wouldn't surprise yeah, me. I, yeah. I mean, and since Ahsoka's not part Hundred percent not involved in any of the mainline Star Wars movies. It's true. She was safe to bring in. It's true. She's not part of the, what they're trying to avoid. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know. I what I'd like for the show is it is the story of the Mandalorian 
finding a safe place for Baby Yoda to do his thing. Mm -hmm. And then it ends. I think it'd be a good story that way. I'd have a start, middle, and a, and a finish in a fairly nice way. Here's Maybe the problem. Seasons. Yeah, there will definitely be another season. And at the moment, yeah. they have way too many like other plot threads that they've thrown out there, like Bo-Katan reforging you know, her right to rule the Mandalorian homeworld. Um, yeah. You know, and that's hooked in because she needs the Darksaber or whatever who Gus Fring has from season one. And he's doing something with cloning to get Jedi power. Like, it's not ending this season. It can't. You're right. There is a There are a lot of plot th threads they've introduced. Mm-hmm. And then the Thrawn stuff, yeah, like, it can't all end in what I assume is, like, four episodes left, because the first season was only, like, 12 episodes. Right. If that. What they're, what they're planning on doing is making an Ahsoka show. Oh, are they? So, what I'm thinking, yeah, they announced that a couple days ago. Okay. So, maybe what they're going to do is, The Mandalorian is the story of, we find Baby Yoda a home, and we introduce all these plot threads. Mm-hmm. And then Ahsoka's the one who's involved in all this bigger stuff because it's not really the Mandalorian's world. Like, he's not going to go on a quest to stop the Dark Troopers and destroy Moff Gideon, you know, it's and true. stop Grand Admiral Thrawn. That's an Ahsoka thing to do. Well, Moff Gideon's going to come find the kid. Like, he's got a tracker on him, so he's embroiled in that no matter what. And if he's embroiled with Moth... If he's embroiled Sorry. with Moff Gideon, he's got the lightsaber, but is not far away. So that's... Right. You know, yeah. It'll... So we could wrap that up. We could. Moff Gideon tries to get the child. He ends up dying. Mm -hmm. uh, the dark saber goes to Bo-Katan. She flames Mandalore. We could wrap those up in the next right. season. Mo Moff Gideon, high figure in the Imperium, not the Imperium, the Empire. What's left of it? Damn you, forty k. Get out of my head. Um, <laughs> the Empire. Uh, Moff Gideon probably knows Thrawn. It connects there again. Yes, but again, I think Grand Admiral Thrawn is too big of a thing to introduce us to, give us time with, and defeat in one season. I guess they could. I don't know. I wouldn't like them to, but that's entirely within the realm of possibility, depending on how they do it. Mm -hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Good deal. Uh, I do want to complain that Ahsoka never uses the reverse grip for her lightsaber fights in the show. She does. What? When? Uh, when she's one-handed versus Spear Lady, she uses a reverse grip. I feel better then. I don't... I thought I was watching that pretty close, but maybe I was distracted by the fightings. Maybe. Apparently that lady is like some great stunt fight coordinator's granddaughter or something. Spear Lady? Yeah. Ah, okay. Leaning into some stuff there. Also, like, I don't know. I don't know enough to tell you, like, to know this off the top of my head, but this last episode especially was very much an homage to samurai films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can see that. So, so like, direct one-to-one -one scenario, like, shots mm -hmm. that are set up. Like, 2B, this is an incredible film that we love a lot. We're paying direct homage to it with this shot a couple times. Yeah, I can oh. I can understand that and see that. Yeah. I haven't seen so a I lot of samurai films, too. but yeah. Me neither. Okay, so I'm watching this. So she loses her lightsaber in the water. 
that sucks. Guy mm -hmm. outside has a discussion with Mando, and then he Han Solo's him. Mm-hmm. Han that shot was, first, you bastard. Been a... What? Han shot first, you bastard. Yeah. That, yeah. No, that's what it is. He shoots first. He, yeah, no, no, I, I'm just, first. I'm oh, just talking I'm, to George Lucas. Yeah, yes, I am. Uh. <laughs> oh, she does flip it. See, told you. But then it's. Yeah, then she disarms her like a second later. OK, yeah, good. My complaints are dismissed. Huzzah, thank you. Thank you for introducing me to that concept. I needed that. No worries. Try watching the show. Yeah. I really should. <laughs> I really should try watching the shows that I watch. All right, moving on. That's enough Mandalorian talk, I think. Yeah, for certain. <laughs> so, uh, read the, the, the Faraway Paladin. Oh, you did. You managed to squeeze that out in like a day. <laughs> I, of course I did. I'm a fast reader. <laughs> It's not yeah. that long. No, it's like a couple hundred pages. Two hundred and thirty, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And some of them are pictures. So. Some of them are pictures. It's not like a ton of pictures, but yeah. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Um, I liked it. I think it was more interesting story and better written than I expected it to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I. It's one of the better light novels that I've read for certain. Yeah. And I've read a lot of bad light novels. So what do you think? Like, favorite characters? Was... Yeah, I don't know. Because get... you just said it's good. Need more. Well, than that. it does a really good job of being like our main characters are a human baby, mm -hmm. a massive skeleton, a mummy of some kind, and a ghost. And you're like, what is this? Halloween? <laughs> what is going on here? Honestly. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and it's it does a great job of being like. Imagine being cuddled by a skeleton, <laughs> right? Right. Like, it wouldn't be very comfortable at all. But no. imagine the skeletons trying their best. How would you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I did have a complaint with it somewhere about that. Oh yeah, about it's blood, it's it's like blood. no 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 not about blood. Blood's fine. He's cool. Blood's uh, great. Yeah. It's the kid, like uh, William. Will. Uh -huh. Yeah. He, he's like, ah, my life is a blurry mess of nothingness. And then every time if he needs a piece of useful information from his previous life, he has it. Like, he can remember that. <laughs> like, it comes up a lot where he's just like, huh, I, you know, I'm smart enough as a child to have cognitive awareness of what's going on around to the, that I can learn language just by people listening. Right? Yeah. Like, he has the, um, like, the sensory recognition of an adult he does uh -huh. and the cognition in general mm -hmm. yeah He's yeah like, this is weird i am a baby mm -hmm. but this is weird yeah babies don't think that babies don't know anything which isn't yeah. terrible but there's a lot of stuff where it comes to like uh yes when i was in my previous life i ate like crap i slept whenever i wanted to and you know i just was on the computer i did not leave a good life it's like i thought mm -hmm. you, your entire life was a memory how do you know that this life is particularly too much different like how do you know that he just kind of remembers his previous life right but the like the opening chapter is him being like ma my old life was a blurry mess yes All right. right yep yep 
Right. Of, so you're just saying he he you think that means he shouldn't remember what it was like not, because it was too blurry. No, but I like not that he shouldn't remember anything, but I feel like they really sell us on the fact that he's not gonna remember a whole lot. And then every time hmm. he something comes up, something new that someone's doing, he's comparing it to how it was in his old life. Like, ah, oh, Gus yeah. is teaching me arithmetic. I already knew math because I did it before. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Okay, that's fair. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I thought it was a good world build. Hmm. I thought it was, you know, interesting magic system. Hmm. I like the part where it's like these words have power. Mm -hmm. If you write them, they manifest. Happens, yeah. They right? can yeah. But if you just screw it up a little bit, or it's not perfect anymore, but it's still recognizable. It doesn't count. It won't start things on fire, right? Well, or it'll only catch things on fire a little bit instead of yeah. a lot. It reduces. Right, right, right. It's less dangerous. It um, only counts if you do it perfectly. I thought yeah. that was interesting. Mm, no, that's good. I that's like that. Fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Learning, learning magic from a ghost and learning fighting from a, some kind of barbarian skeleton. skeleton. Mm -hmm. Yep. I'm very confused as to how blood drank alcohol, like, and how that affected him. Very totally. confused. <laughs> well, yeah, they're not. So they didn't get their states naturally, right? No. The demon king, whatever, turned them into these things. Yeah, stagnate. So they're not. I mean, I don't. I just got the feeling he's not an actual skeleton. He's some kind of a manifestation of a skeleton. In most ways, but yeah, there's different ways that it's more like a human body than a skeleton would be. Right. I mean, we've shown that his, well, we're not shown, we're told his jaw can come off when he's shocked, mm -hmm. right? Uh, he can catch blades with his ribs, right? Yep. Like In a his, special move. Yeah. <laughs> special move. It was. It was a special move. I like I like that intentionally. Um, yeah, I like that Mary scolds him for wanting to use the move while he was alive. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty stupid, honestly. It's like you get in close and you let them stab you right in the torso and then you chop their head off. You're like, what? but what if they get you first? <laughs> like that's the whole that's the whole plan is you get hit in a very vital location. It's fine. Whatever. Barbarian, yeah. they do what they do. Yeah, he's fine. Barely an inconvenience. Barely an inconvenience. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, that was good. I liked the story of Mary Gus. Gus? Yeah, Gus. No. Yeah, it it's Gus. Gus. It is Gus. Just hold on for a second. Gus it's like Augustus, the... technically. Yeah, Augustus. Grandpa Gus. Uh, yeah. Their whole endeavor to take down the Demon King, I thought that was pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Good world building. Gods are real. Swear different O's to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, kind of pretty, very Stormlight Archives in that way. Obviously, none of this is new, new ideas, but. Right. Nothing new, but for a long, good execution. Long time. Yeah. But it's good execution, exactly. Yeah, yeah I enjoy it. I thought I, the final battle with the. The Echo. Yeah, the Echo, but what's his name? Stagnate. Stagnate, yeah. Yeah. With Stagnate was interesting and good. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah, I thought overall it was pretty well done. Yeah, yeah. The development of a paladin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you going to read the next book? I don't know. You kind of put me off on it. We talked about this, and you were like, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I, right. I also said, yeah, it's fine about the first one. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, if you here's the thing: you're a goody two shoes when you role play a paladin, right? You'll probably love this guy, right? Probably. So I don't know. Pick probably. it up. It's probably only like ten bucks. Ten dollars. First one is cheaper than that. Was it? Uh, oh, I might have bought the next two books for ten bucks then. No, something oh, like okay. that. Yeah, there was a deal. Handle. Books in the Kindle. series. Oh, look, it has a little buy now button. What it's is it? Kindle Storm. Tell us. Arwai Paladin, us Volume Two. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. Seven dollars. Right. Look at that. Maybe it was ten dollars for me. Due to its large file size, this book may take longer to download. It's because it's images instead of text, probably. <laughs> no, it's text. Oh, okay. no, it is. You're right, because I changed the text size once I got out of the intro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not that. Whatever, it's fine. <laughs> it's weird it says it's that big. Is it much longer than the other one? 243 pages. So, no. Sort of, not really. No. <laughs> hmm. What else? It's weird. Yeah. So... So the story is putting forth the idea that this dude lived a normal life in modern day Japan, mm -hmm. died, mm -hmm. and then was resurrected in a fantasy world. Yes, as a baby, set to be sacrificed to the demon god, and then got rescued. Uh huh. Typical Isekai nonsense. Yes. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Is reincarnation like a Japanese thing? Yeah. A lot of Japanese, uh, I believe, Buddhists. Okay. Uh, yeah, Buddhism's all about reincarnation. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I just, I don't know. I found myself wondering if there were certain cultural ideas I wasn't really grasping because a Japanese person wrote it. But Oh, yeah, I mean, probably. Yeah. Probably. Ooh, mm. I wanted to talk to you about this. When uh, he called blood rock and roll, he said, you're rock and roll. <laughs> I was like, okay, what's funny about this is that's an English word that's in Japanese language, right? Uh, yeah. Like, I've seen anime where they say rock and roll. Yeah. Like, they, the character says it. Yeah. And so it's a it's become its own thing, though. Like, in America, if you called somebody rock and roll, they'd be like, what are you talking about? You're not really? to that level. They know what rock and roll is, but to describe somebody as rock and roll is not an American thing. Hmm. I, I feel don't think like it ever has been. I mean, I feel like you could use that here without issue. People would understand the general. Like, it wouldn't be common, but you could do it. You think so? Like, yeah. if you want to work the next day and you're like, hey, man, you're rock and roll. Maybe, like, yeah. <laughs> well, well no. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't describe anyone who <laughs> worked as rock and roll. <laughs> but, you know. So it'd have to be somebody who fits the rock and roll lifestyle. Yeah. So like a biker or something. Yeah, they might say. I, I think I've been described as rock and roll. Oh, well, there mm. you go. Yeah. Fair enough. It does sound kind of out of touch, right? Because rock was like a, it was a bigger music oh, in the sixties. Yeah. So, yeah. it's basically dead now. Is the weird thing. Yeah. Kind At least of. in America, I don't know. Kind of. Kind of. I don't know. I just felt that was more of a Japanese phrase. And the translator's like, okay, like I get I get what the author is trying to do here. I can't really translate it because it's already in English. <laughs> so hmm, what do I do? I'll just roll with rock and roll, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it works. I feel like like you didn't Yeah. 
Like you pictured a rock and roll star, surely. Like uh, I did, but I don't think that's blood. I don't think he's a performer. No, 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 not blood. Gus. 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 Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In the training. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I don't know. I don't see Gus as that either. Whatever. I'm nitpicking. Oh, no, no, no. Don't get me wrong. I'm not arguing that the usage of the term was correct. <laughs> right. Yeah. Just that I understand its usage. Right. No, oh, me too. Oh, I, I wasn't like, what are you trying to say, you weird kid? <laughs> right. Wow. But th that, I mean, that's kind of the point, though. It couldn't be translated into English, but it also doesn't right, make a whole lot of sense into English. Yeah. Uh, so. The, yeah. I just, I can imagine the translator being like, what do I do with this? We're going to keep it. It's fine. <laughs> It's a little <laughs> awkward, but we'll roll with it. Mm -hmm. It also helps that Gus is like, I've never heard this before, right? Right, yeah. It wasn't like Gus, was, Gus immediately accepted this was true because he knew exactly <laughs> what Will meant. Right, yeah. 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 He's constantly saying things that they don't understand. Right. Because he's from a different world. Mm -hmm. He's some kind of genius, apparently. Because, you know... It's okay. You got to be good at what you do. Oh, yeah. Bad. Obviously. Yeah. Right. It's not fun. Nobody wants to read about someone who's bad at stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Apparently. So okay. it, it still wasn't explained why he was reincarnated here. Right. Not so, at all. No. He doesn't know. I thought there'd be a big backstory. I thought it'd be like, and the gods, something, something. But it's just like, nope. Yeah. You're just a baby. Mm -hmm. Bad guys had, and they were going to sacrifice you to bring back their demon god. That's it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Nope. I don't know. Maybe there's something in future books. Apparently not book two, though. <laughs> well, hold on. I'm not very far into book book two. Oh, okay. That's how far in, into it am I? So maybe I, there um, is an answer to that in book I'm two. I'm just under halfway, so maybe. Okay. At the moment, it's, the a lot, of... it's a lot about buying tools at the moment. Oh, and livestock. No. No, I'm out. I'm out on buying tools in a book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anywho. Akudama. Akudama, yeah. Mm. Mm. So. So two episodes. Two episodes. We talked about it last week. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So one, holy crap, they're going to the moon. And then holy crap, they didn't go to the moon. <laughs> That was instantaneously ended. Yeah. That like was... They introduced the concept of we're going to the moon in the episode, and then they get in the spaceship and they fly up towards the moon, which has been shattered. Mm -hmm. And then the next episode, instantly, they're like, just kidding, no. <laughs> you thought this was going to work? <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> I, I, I like that it, like, it, in the previous episode, the, the ship took like three minutes to do its pre-flight checks. Apparently, in its pre-flight checks, did not include, did it have enough fuel? Like, hmm, I feel like having enough fuel should be included in the pre-flight checks. Yeah, no, you'd think so. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's a rocket in the middle of an arcade expo. What uh -huh. the crap? Why, was this thing, <laughs> why does this thing go at all? That's a good point. What is this? Because Japan. Like, because Japan. They're like, you know what this arcade expo really needs is a semi-functional rocket. Yeah, yeah, it does. It makes no, like, of a show that has some things that don't make sense, this really doesn't make any sense. Anyway, so the rocket's gone. Mm -hmm. It was an escape vehicle at the end. Uh, basically, even though most of the other characters that the show focused on did not need this at all. <laughs> right, they got out just fine. Right. 
right. sort of. More or less. Yeah, no, you're I'm surprisingly fine. It's a good point. Yeah. I was like, so we just run into everybody else and they're fine? What happened? <laughs> like, Courier, drama, I, Courier I get. Like, he's got, he's yeah. used, like, he's got to be good at getting away. Um, that Hoodlum escapes? Yeah. How? I need a how for him. Mm. No clue. None. And obviously Doctor's working with the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Just kind like of. wantonly killing them. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. I love her line uh, about like, oh yes, there's always one person who takes these extra long coffee breaks. Right. <laughs> and that's why <laughs> didn't get slaughtered immediately. She's throwing scalpels around. She's like, in the many offices where I've murdered everyone, there's always the one dude who comes back late from break. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a good point. Very casual about it. Yeah, she's fascinatingly hilarious psychopath. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what do you think about um, Swindler's new haircut? Um, I don't know. It's pretty typical. We're trying to avoid detection hair, right? Right, it is. It always happens in the movies. Women with long hair, when they're on the run from something, they cut it like that. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The problem is, I'm, I'm looking at her, and I'm like, you don't look like the same person now, right? Like, which is the... That's the haircuts do. That's no, the that's, point. It's, I get that that's the point, but it looks like it changed her face. Like, her face oh. does not look like, oh, let's just copy past a longer hair onto that, and it's the same person. You think so, they're cheating? They're like, look how drastically different she looks. We're going to change her face and not tell you. I would imagine so, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Like, I obviously felt not. the same way, but I was like, I don't know. Her hair's kind of obscuring some of her face, and now that's visible, and that can change the whole everything that's going on. Yeah. I don't know. We need, I mean, obviously at this point, we need to screen cap and compare. Because, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, yeah, if they made the nose thinner or something, then it's like, you cheaters. That's not going <laughs> to work. Yeah. yeah uh, fair enough. Fair enough. It's, it's, it's possible. And Hacker still hasn't shown up yet, right? Yeah. He's been gone for like five episodes now. Yeah. What did he do? He just left the train. Yeah, he was just on the train. He's like, no, this is going to Kensai or um, Kanto. Kanto. He wanted to go to Kanto. He did. But whether or not he got the train moving or what happened, like he, that could not have been him. Like, all right, I'm done with the show. Peace out, yo. Right? Like, he's surely. established as a main character. Yeah. He's on the poster. <laughs> right. Uh that said, it Brawler would... dies like two episodes later. <laughs> so that's true. Brawler's dead. As far as we know. I mean, he's dead enough that Hoodlum was convinced he's dead. Right. And Hoodlum has seen Brawler survive some crazy stuff. That's true. So I get the feeling Hoodlum would have stuck around long enough, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But maybe Brawler has some deep internal healing stuff going on and takes him like two days to come back from whatever happened to him <laughs> maybe and hoodlum just didn't wait long enough he just needs a nap and then he'll be fine i don't know man like brawler's been stabbed clear through <laughs> i'm just saying right and he was pretty okay after that yeah i mean cutthroat had his legs cut off yeah and he's fine then he got direct he got doctor intervention though it's true but then he got shot in the leg Yes, and he's yeah. still gimping around. And yeah. Seems Look, okay. I mean, he's looking for his angel. Sure, he's motivated. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. that they've gone like eight episodes being like, 
here are these bad people, but they're actually, you know, they're kind of good. They're kind of quirky and fun. And then episode eight has just been Swindler realizing that, or at least it's setting up to be like, oh yeah, remember these people are bad, (laughs) right? These people, like Cutthroat's actually going to be like a psychopath stalker that she can't get rid of, right? Uh, Doctor's turning on her. Hoodlum's probably going to sell her out because of, um, yeah. Yeah. It's just an interesting twist. but then it's like, but then Courier is going to help him out of the goodness of his heart. Uh, so no, she'll pay him. She'll pay him. Yeah, like he offered to pay him. She was like, he was like, eh. And it wasn't until she had her little impassioned speech that he was like, fine. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe he's gonna like um, betray a little. Man, that'd be incredible. Mm-hmm. It's like you're annoying. I'm gonna turn you in. <laughs> Maybe there's a reward, which there probably is. Yeah, but, I mean, he already has more money than he would ever earn in his entire life, right? It's true. Oh, he does say that when she offers to pay, and he's just mm-hmm. like, nah, that's chump change now. The only reason but he what? doesn't want payment is because more money, he just wouldn't be able to spend it. Yeah. Like, it's it's basically infinite money, I think. Yeah. Because she offers to double it, right? They each got a billion whatever. Mm-hmm. So if she gives him hers, then that's mm-hmm. times two. And mm-hmm. the only reason that doesn't matter is if times one is more than he could ever spend, right? Right. Times two of infinite is infinite. meaningless. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's what that, that's what he was talking about. Mm. Plus, I don't know. It seems like he lives on his bike. What expenses does this man have? He um, probably has to pay for upkeep and fuel or whatever the bike runs on. And that's pretty much it. Maybe clothes and food. And yeah. Takoyaki. Yeah. Yeah, so like a billion dollars or a billion yen, whatever he's got, will keep him for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Am I the only one who's interested in what the rest of the world looks like at the moment? Right? Like, if this is Japan, what does the rest of the world look like? Oh. Because Japan's got a giant hole in the middle of it. The moon has been blown up, right? right. <laughs> That's going to do some deal. stuff to time, uh, to tides. Yeah. That's a good... What? We need a... But there's a video out there. What if the moon exploded? What would that do to Earth? Oh, yeah. That, that video's got to exist somewhere. Yeah. I would be surprised if Kurtz, because that hadn't done it already. Yeah, totally. That's what, actually exactly who I thought about, because their video today was like, oh, they're like, so the chances aren't very good, but there's these rogue planets flying, stars flying around, not tethered to anything. Mm-hmm. And if they pass close enough to Earth, it will drag it away from the solar system and we'll all die. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> I had never had this thought before. Wow, that's dark stuff. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for coming around with that bit of information I'll never be able to forget. Yeah, sleep sleep well at night, knowing that that could happen. Did you watch it? Uh, no, not yet. So okay. it's just... it does this incredible job of being like, from our perspective, a star will appear in the sky and get brighter and brighter over months and months. Then it will be basically visible all the time and mm-hmm. all night. And then it will start going away, but also the sun will start going away. <laughs> it's like, ah! that's terrifying. Yeah. The sun that... will get smaller and smaller until we can barely see it anymore and we'll freeze to death. The end. Incredible. Yeah. Good stuff. So anyway, yeah, what, is, what does the rest of the world look like if 
they've got the available technology. They have lightsabers like the Japanese seem to. Mm-hmm. Anywho, I did, I was. I don't know. Like the, uh, when they were in the oh two things, so they end up crash landing in this contaminated zone, right? Mm-hmm. Apparently, in the spot where like industrial waste pipes run and they all dump in this one location. Uh huh. I was like, bad luck there. I mean, it probably like this one spot. The all these pipes are coming in from all different directions and just dumping in this one spot. Probably saved their life. So probably good luck. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Instead of hitting rocks, it was yeah. goop. Yep. Uh, Sick. Yeah. And then uh, just the bad guys that they run into. I don't know. It's just there's a TV tropes page. All bad guys are rapists. Like, it's the easiest way to establish a character as bad as like oh. child sex traffickers. Right. <laughs> like, they couldn't just be normal bad guys. They had to be sex traffickers of children. Like, why? <laughs> we needed you to not feel bad when good person does bad thing because it's an even badder person. Accurate. We need yeah. you to feel okay about our heroine murdering three people. Mm -hmm. So we're going to make them the worst type of person you can ever possibly think of. Mm -hmm. Enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's fair. I guess that's why they did it. But it's just, I don't know. It could be a little more morally gray than that, people. I think we can. We can get away with it. I think we can. I was really yeah, but... surprised that uh, as they kept dying, the other two were just like, how are you going to pay us back for this? And the second guy dies, and the last guy's like, look, you really owe me a lot of money now. <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty good. <laughs> like, I don't know. I guess on some level, you refuse to believe that this random woman is going to kill you is all. Capable enough to kill you? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like subconsciously, you just don't take it seriously, even to the end. Yeah. Dark, dark, dark stuff. Oh, and then one little sister got crushed by that girder. Oh yeah. It's like literally flat and solid on the lower half of her body. And she's like, yeah, I should be. Like, I'm fine. And that's what I was saying. I was like, look, you've seen these children experience extreme trauma and be fine. Mm -hmm. Like, I understand that this is not natural and you're used to freaking out when children are hurt. But come on, pull yourself together a little bit. Obviously, little sister is doing just great. Yeah. I think the blood's the problem. If they didn't bleed, it'd be less of a concern. Yeah. Um, I think she'd be able to handle it a lot better if she didn't bleed. Yeah. Um, either of them. Because that's the interesting thing. It's like, okay, you can heal really fast, I guess. But uh, producing that much blood? That's what I was just going to say. Losing right. blood is a problem. Mm -hmm. There's another... Um, it's actually a really good Isekai anime. Where it's basically like a group of people get abducted. They have, But they actually have no memories of their former lives. They're not children being sacrificed, so it's a bit different. Um, but the healer of the group is like, look, I can heal your wounds, but I can't replace your blood. You need to take it easy. Like, it's an actual issue that gets raised. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Although, on the hierarchy of problems that your body might have, I believe getting your lower half squished by metal <laughs> is worse than losing some blood. Right. Right, but, uh, so, you know. If you can heal from the first thing, the second thing should not be a problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I guess that's the difference between self-healing and having someone else heal you, right? Yes, self-healing. It's, it's not marketed as self-healing. It's marketed as immortality. Right. It? 
Well, potato, potato, right? Yeah, right. If your self healing is good enough, you're immortal. Um, imagine if she ha- she was immortal, but she couldn't heal, right? Yeah. Like she gets crushed. She's like, "Well, this is my life now. I have no legs ever." I think there have been some stories about that. Actually, <laughs> you're right. That'd be horrendous. Uh, yeah, and I did like they kind of try to give a nod to some science. They had Doctor Lady like studying the blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like. Mm, yes, stem cells. That's what it is the whole time. <laughs> it's like, thank you for trying, writers, I guess. It doesn't really matter. They're magic kids. Right. We don't right. need to ground science in any way, we promise. I mean, here's a, here, like, that's a really thing I don't get when people are like, they didn't even try to ground it, or they did try to ground it, but because it's science fiction, it can't be properly grounded anyway, so it's all meaningless to try. Can ground something. You you or... can. I'm talking about immortality, <laughs> right? Fair. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. Yeah. I think it's just reflex. I think they're like in some science fiction you can ground it mm-hmm. in something that makes sense to current understanding of the laws of physics. Mm-hmm. And they just try to apply it to everything, even when no, these are magic children. It's magic. There's nothing scientific about this at all. Right, Doctor Lady, yeah. you're clearly magic, right? Yes. Oh gosh, yes. Obviously, she's she's a wizard, mm-hmm. without question. Yeah. Anyway, good stuff. Akudama Drive. It's good. Yeah, it's good. I approve. Still. Me too. <laughs> All right, we need to wrap up with some StarCraft real quick. Oh, did something happen in StarCraft? Hmm, I don't know. Yes, something did. So before you get to do your thing, I just would like to say this is a yet another premier tournament from the year twenty twenty. Or the fun final is a Terran Terran finals. That makes what, like two? Uh, yeah, two. And then the number of Terran wins is up there as well. So I'm just saying, any Terran out there who wants to complain about balance, you just suck. It's not balance related. Just play like Beyond. Just play like Beyond? Play like Beyond. Yeah, so your guy, your boy. My he guy, he did, yeah. We were worried about him. We were. You made me doubt him. I hate you. I'm sorry. He wasn't looking good. He came back from military and was like... He's uh. he's the first person to come back from military and win a, a major tournament. Yeah, because if Don Ragu was the first guy to come back and make it to a semifinal, then obviously Yun doing this is the first time ever for that, too. Mm-hmm incredible let's see i want to see who he beat let's track his path he had a fantastic path is what he had he three two'd rainer in the group stage then he Mm -hmm. three one stats in the group stage nice Mm -hmm. then he three two'd serral which is impressive i've heard uh one of those games being described as the best game of 2020 yeah, I need to cast that whole series, actually. That'll be, I think, my Sunday cast. Please do. Um, and then 3 0 Solar, which if you can beat Serral, you're going to crush Solar. I think is how that works. It's true. Yeah. And then 4-2 uh, over Maru in the final. Who's had Maru's had a great year. This isn't like... And Maru made it to the final. So obviously, he, I mean, he beat Rainer to get there. Mm-hmm. Oh, we do have to mention that Showtime beat Serral for the first time since 2017. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, like, that hurts. I can't imagine being a professional, like, elite-level StarCraft player and having never beat 
another fellow StarCraft player in three years uh -huh. once in a series on anything. Did That's they? That's brutal. Yeah. Uh, did they talk uh, at all mention about how many times they've met, though? Uh, it, in it, three years? They're both in the European region. It's got to be a bunch of times each year. Right, right, right. It's got to be a bunch of times, but it's it could also still only be like six times a year, which is a lot. That's but a lot. Compare that to like... How many times has Cyril beaten Armani? It's probably like three times in three years. Yeah. Right. right. If he was a Korean, it'd be like, whatever, fine. Right. But the fact that it's a fellow European, for sure. Mm -hmm. Actually, I bet a legal act could tell us this. I'm actually looking it up right now. Oh, I bet, I bet you are. He's played Showtime 34 times. <laughs> in three years? Well, I think this might be all time. Okay. Find their direct because it has a list for Cyril's rivals and people okay. who played the most. It's Showtime thirty-four times, Raiders twenty-seven times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget how to do this. I would like to inform everyone that Terrans currently hold five of the top ten spots. This is what I'm saying. Terrans are doing fine. No Terran balance whining ever again mm -hmm. well, for a while. For like a hot minute. Yep. I forget how to compare. Where is this dumb thing? Uh, compare. It's under misc. Ah, misc. Yeah. Honestly. All right. So we go Cyril. And showtime. Showtime. We compare. Look, you like great place. All right. So uh, it doesn't have a way to be like in the last three years, but. Um, so it's 20 well, to 13. No, a lifetime. It, oh my it, gosh. It, it's 12 to 17 and Legacy of the Void. Ah, okay. I, be, I believe and that's then, what the meta category at the very bottom is. That currently it's 12 to 17. Cyril's fail. You think that means expansion? You don't think that means... I mean, it could be, but how do you... like? I, th I feel like tracking... Meta? Yeah, I feel like that's... Sticky, so I, I assume it's expansion. Um, so okay, so it's twenty to thirteen, ever. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Twelve to five currently. I don't know. It's a bunch. It's just a long time to, for that to weigh on you. I feel like I don't know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, That's I mean, all. and then Cyril <laughs> hasn't lost to a Protoss in a premier tournament since ever uh, yeah spring well this year since katabitze i think somebody right. beat him but here's the thing showtime's Crap. showtime's experience is not unique right Cyril beat everyone for like three years there are lots of people who have not beaten Cyril in three years <laughs> yes that's very true right there are a bunch of people who haven't done it. I, like there, are, there will be more, more people who won't beat Cyril for four years, right? They, they will just continue to sit middle of the pack and not. I mean, I hope they can. Don't give up. I want them to try, but doesn't mean they will. Right. Fair enough. So anyway, back to Bjorn. Bjorn did great things. Mm-hmm. His face cam during these things is just like an unblinking staring. I don't think he's breathing face cam. 
I think it was a, a still. Sure. Was it moving? Because I heard someone describe it as a still, right? Like they just I'm put sure up an image. A robot. Just an image. No, no, it's a camera. They wouldn't let him get away with just a picture if everyone else has to be on camera, right? Come on. Mm. I mean, maybe. I did see people describing him, like giving him a new nickname of Micro Jackson. It's <laughs> pretty good. He does. He's looking, I don't know, looking interesting. Good stuff. All right. So when's the super tournament? Soon? Tonight. Yeah. It's in like oh, yeah. a couple hours. Yeah. Uh, I want to stay up. I do not. I'll watch the VODs tomorrow. Five hours from now. Yeah. No, not staying up. Got work in the morning. Okay. So who... What do we got here? Is this entire thing going to be... Um, December 2nd, December 2nd, December 2nd. It seems like a lot of StarCraft for one... Oh, yeah. So half of it is today, and the next half of it's on the 5th or the 6th. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. TY so, Hurricane, Doc Beyond, Zestos right. we're both West. on We're both on the bottom half, so we won't see our guys play until the... Nah, I'm day. switching to Beyond. You can't. It's too late. I absolutely can. It's not too late. The game hasn't started yet. We agreed. And now I'm changing the agreement. Pray I don't <laughs> alter them further. <laughs> Poor Lando. What are you going to say about Darth Vader, honestly? You know what that guy can do. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. Yeah. Back to my boy, Beyond. All right. So we look forward to that. Yes, for sure. It's going to be good. Yep. And I think that's it. We're good to go. It. Yeah. All right. Good stuff. Thanks for joining us for another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour with Somicron. Go ahead and uh, you can watch us live, by the way. We record these at 9 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash Somicron. Come join us. And yeah, check out the merch, falconpaladin.store, and the Patreon page. Links in the show notes. And until next time, as always, thanks for hanging out with us. Stay safe, stay healthy, and above all, take care of yourselves. Bye. Goodbye.